This episode of Relativity is made possible through the support of Stephen and Catherine Farris, Bill Cariola, and Michael W. McClure, and by listeners like you, who support us through Patreon. Learn how you can support this series and get exclusive content by visiting patreon.com slash relativity. But when do we get her out and wake her up? And when do we... Won't the virus start growing again? Look, I I know everything on Earth has gone completely to hell, but surely there are still doctors somewhere, still laboratories where people are working on finding a cure for this thing. Relativity. Deep space should not look like this. What what are you saying? We're dependent on your descriptions. I see everything that ever happened and everything that ever will happen. I see everything. Relativity, episode 18, in which perspective becomes confusing. All right, uh, Konichny, we need more information. It's all here. This is all the truth, all the information there is. From right here, standing in the airlock, I can see, I can see our universe being born. I see everything that ever, uh, all the stars, all the galaxies of stars, they flare into life and they burn so bright and they, they fade. Everything fades into nothing. Dr. Mason, please do not take offense at this, but I want you to report your O2 balance. Oh, yeah, uh, O2 is 80 and stabilizer is 20. Okay, I had to ask. I know, I know I sound high, but... My God, it's so, it's so beautiful. And, and sad, it's sad, but it's... It's also, it's also okay. It's okay. Uh, Doctor, Chris, in all honesty, we have no idea what's happening. What you're saying does not, it it doesn't connect with any information we have. I don't see how it could. How could you know until you've stood here and seen the truth? I see. And clearly we can't continue with the EVA if your perceptions are altered. Altered and altering. I mean... A minute ago, I was backing away from this, and now I I, I want to go out there to, to be in it, to be part of it. I can't allow that. Not until we know more about what's happening. I have to hold on to it. I have to grab space and time and keep them from changing, from fading away, turning into something new. Chris, I want you to turn around. 180 degrees, face back towards the interior hatch. Oh, that would make sense. But I am not on the scale of reason. Say again? I'm not on the scale of reason. It's what Captain Sedona wrote in the notes she left behind. If I was an insect, there would be a reason. If I was a spore of pollen, there would be a reason. Yes, we, we remember. She wrote that and then she committed suicide. So I am telling you to look away from whatever you're... You're experiencing and face the interior hatch. 
yeah, yeah, I hear you. Uh, okay, doing it now. Turning away and looking at the inside of the airlock. All boxy and metal. How do you feel? Like I want to turn back around again. Can you describe what you're seeing? What, with a high level of precision. You mean what I see when I look into the airlock? Exactly. Uh, it's the airlock. It's pale gray metal box, six sides. A number of protrusions and handles and so on. Little warning stickers. Uh, the metal sign, the red triangle that says the interior hatch is locked. Uh, what else do you want to know? There, there's some scratches in the metal. I can start describing each of those. No, no, that's that's fine. Chris, you, I think you may know a lot more about these things than I do, but to me, you sound completely lucid and high-functioning when you're facing one way. Yeah, and not hallucinating at all. Well, not when you face into the ship, but when you look outward. Yeah, can I turn back around now? As an experiment, yes. Turn around. Turning and... Yeah. Yeah. What do you see now? I see the infinite multitude of stars as they give their first light. And I can see them as they grow and change color and some fade. Others explode. And it's, and it's everywhere, in every direction, on and on throughout all of time and space, and I can see it. Okay. Thank you. I know this all sounds insane, Sophia, and I know I am somebody who has been uh, hearing voices, but this is, it is to the best awareness I have of my own senses what's actually happening. For some reason, this ship is at a cosmic vantage point from which I can see literally everything. And your response to that was to spontaneously quote from Deepa Sadhana's suicide note. So I have to take that very seriously. I appreciate that. And naturally, the last thing we want is... Uh... Konnichni, stand by. Standing by. Are you sure? We found it. It wasn't really hidden or anything. Heather's getting it powered up now. That's... That's incredible. Thank you. Thank you, um, everyone. Please, please tell Heather. I will. You have the cryo module? Let's let's stick to the current issue. Sophia. We have it, yes. And apparently, um, we don't know if it works in the sense of actually... Um, well, no, but you have it and the power comes on. Right, yes, but I... Um, listen, that technology was secret, then abandoned, and... Yeah, but it's a chance. You're holding on to some hope. That's That's... That's what I want to do. I want to hold on to all of this because everything moves so fast. I'm, I'm looking at processes that take millions, billions of years. And our little lives are nothing. They're, they're less than nothing. We need to get you back inside. I thought you needed me to go outside. Well, being outside hasn't worked very well either. I, I think I'll be fine. I mean... Before, I was scared to death because I imagined getting pulled off the side of the ship and whisked away into space where I'd drift until the air in my suit ran out and I'd die completely alone in an infinite void. But, but now I can see my inevitable extinction is natural. It's part of the, the great story. Honestly, I liked it better when we were making repairs because we were fighting to save your life. To prolong my life? So I die years from now instead of today. Well, isn't that a good thing? 
Is that not a thing we should be doing? Yes, yes, no, uh, let's, yes, it is. Let, let's do this. Let's make these repairs. Let's get the, the power back on in there and, 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 and all of it. Let's do it. Well, if you're certain you're ready. I, I am, yes, because wh what I'm looking at, it, it's not going anywhere. It's everything else that comes and goes. Will you turn around now so you're facing into the ship? Yeah, okay. Yeah, doing it now. Then check your tethers again. If they are secure, then start walking backwards again. And when you can, reach out and grab that red handle on the exterior of the ship and pull yourself out. Yeah, I'm doing that. Walking back. Take your time. I'm at the hull and reaching out with my left hand for that handle. You could pull yourself along the cable because it's it's attached to that handle. Good point. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm doing that. Try to grab the handle with your right hand so you can reach out for the next handle with your left hand. Roger that. Hey, I'm in space. Yes, you are, and doing well. Yeah. I could do this. I'm just going to keep keep looking at the hall and try not to think about, uh, to, to, to concentrate on what I'm doing here. Do you have that next handle? I mean, it, is your left hand on it? I have a firm grip on it, and I am latching on with my cable right there. And I'm latching the cable on my right. Very good. When you're ready, grab the handle with your right hand as well and get a visual on the next handle forward. I can see it. I am holding on my right hand and reaching out for the next one with my left. Very, very good. Now I can see all, all the handles all in a row curving up to my left. Reaching out for the next one and latching on. And I'm latching from the previous. That is excellent. So just keep repeating the procedure. You're already doing very well and very soon you'll be where you want to be. It helps to be able to see where I'm going next. Uh, oh. Only when I look up that way, I can also see the stars and the ever-shifting backdrop of birth and death. And it's it's brighter up there toward the front of the ship, as if there were more stars. How is that possible? You should be watching your own hands. I am, mostly. Uh, why would it be brighter in one direction than in the other? I don't know. I don't know why you're seeing anything that you're seeing apart from the ship. You know, the hull is just reflective enough that I can see stars in it, too. I can see them moving. Then look at your gloves. Watch your fingers carry that carabiner over to the next handle. Watch your hand attach it to the handle. Yes. I'm doing that. Uh, how um, how long until I get to the, uh, the ominously named Junction Omega? You're moving at a good rate, I think. So maybe ten minutes? Lord. All right. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, repetitive task. All I have to do is keep repeating the pattern. Correct. I think I think it will help me if you keep talking. About what? Anything. Uh, tell me about Sybil. I don't want to talk about her right now. Well, your your family in general. I, I I'm interested. I mean, wow. I had to say the word family just out loud to realize I don't even know what your family name is. I thought you did. It. It's Schumacher. Schumacher, like, like, like Shoemaker. Apparently somebody way up in the family tree made shoes. I guess so. Well, how about that? It's just like somebody a thousand years ago in my family laid bricks. Oh, yeah. Mason. 
That's right. What are the odds we both have family names that come from trades? You know, from being that person in the village who, whatever. I'm sure somebody's figured out what percentage of family names are related to professions. No doubt. So, what do you think? Would they, uh, would they be proud of us? That's that shoemaker in the Middle Ages or that long-ago bricklayer? Yeah, would they be amazed at who their descendants are and what they're doing? I don't think they'd like me very much. A thousand years ago, women who were interested in science kind of got burned at the stake, so... Good point, yeah. Physicians haven't always been held in high esteem either. Uh, Sophia, some of these handles feel like they're further apart than the others. Uh, It's more likely you're just getting fatigued. Maybe we shouldn't have sent you out without a rest period first. No, no, I'm, uh... No, I, 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 I keep talking. Uh, t- t- tell me, uh, where did the where did the shoemaker girls grow up? Padua. Mom and Papa were born in Germany, but they met in Padua. They were they were both professors of the arts and literature at the university. <laughs> arts and literature. That explains the two girls named Sophia and Sybil. Yeah. Well, Padua. That that puts you in some famous science company, right? Well, you know, Galileo. <laughs> For example, yeah. Uh, at the risk of sounding like a cultural stereotype, you you don't sound like somebody who... Yeah, casse parlamo italiano, ma scuola tutti parlano inglese. No, I didn't catch any of that. I said we all spoke Italian at home, but at school everybody spoke English. Right, yeah. Then I went to work for the agency, and yeah, all my Italian and German is slipping away. Sometimes Mama can't figure out what I'm trying to say to her. Sybil doesn't speak anything but English and Spanish, and that's... Why are we talking about my family? I I said I didn't want to. Because I'm interested, and it's keeping me from getting distracted, and I'm making good progress. I can just barely see the tip of the the very prow of the ship or whatever. I can see it. That's good. You are good at this. Like I said, I, I said you would be. Thank you. Uh, are, are you all right? I'm just, just distracted thinking. Um, try to focus. You, you mean me or you? Both. You watch your gloves. Focus on your hands. I, I am. Um, but uh, what's uh, what? What are you? Uh, I'm not doing that. Doing what? The cryo chamber. Putting my sister to sleep. I, I can't. Sophia. We don't even know if this thing will work, if it's ever worked, but even if it does, even if it's perfect, I I won't do that. It would give Sybil a fighting chance to survive an otherwise fatal virus. I know. It may even be her only hope. I know that, but I'm I'm still not going to do it. Relativity, episode 18, in which perspective becomes confusing, starred Alana Jordan and Lee Shackelford, who also wrote the script. Other voices in this episode were by Clarence Brown. Find out much more about this series at relativitypodcast.com. Relativity.